Man, I feel really good right now. I can say this to you kids. I was born ready. Okay. Bet. Game on. Game on. If you don't scrape your tongue, you're nasty. Remember the Alamo? He is. So let's give it up, ladies and gents. Wow. I pop my perk over retarded. <laughs> How are the women in Green Bay, Wisconsin? How the women in Green Bay? Need to get on his yoga regimen. Em needs to see me on the golf course, by the way. Ooh. I am Fiona in the swamp. <laughs> to me, I'm thugging to you. Yo, if you're a fish, get out her swamp, honey. Is Joe Flacco a gold jacket quarterback? No, no, no. He is her. Dickity Mick Dickerson. You rat. This is my honest guy. Freshly fixed. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa. Oh, that person's going yep. nuts. They're fired up. You know, actually, simmer down a little bit. Simmer, 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 yeah, simmer. Go ahead and take a seat. That was a really nice introduction. I just looked for a nice looking pair of white sneaks and I'm like, done. Let's go. Welcome to the Ham Planet Podcast. Subscribe and share to support the show. Michael Check 212. Michael Check 212. Can I get a little boost in the headphones? A little boost the Rooski. How are we doing, ladies and gents? It's your man, Peter Joseph Ham Jr. Checking on in, reporting live from the stratosphere. We're in the clouds. That is where we are at. And I wanted to give you guys a quick little prelude. To today's show before we hop right into the action because today's show with Samaj was definitely a special one and I gotta tell you right off the bat this episode you're about to hear you want to make sure to listen to the whole thing because it truly does hit all elements on the podcast periodic table it's got wisdom it's got it's being real it's got going deep it's got goofy stories it's got heartfelt stories it's got perseverance stories in addition to that ladies and gentlemen i'm also extremely happy honored and thrilled to say that the ham planet podcast kickstarter which will help propel the show to new heights which will help leave no good story left untold of recording 1000 episodes become a reality the kickstarter is launching may 23rd this upcoming monday mark it on your calendars circle it and spread the word because we're going to need all the good vibe tribe on deck fired up for a great show with the one and only samaj miller appreciate you love you back to the program Again, I remember one thing about growing up. We used to go to Kenji's house. And one thing about Kenji's house, we used to try to avoid it because if you went to Kenji's house, you had to go to church all day on Sunday. <laughs> so that's one of those things where it's like, man, I come to your house on Friday or on Saturday. I got to go to the crib. My daughter is to be there for her. I always make sure that I'm available for her. Um, I always make sure I'm taking care of that. And just being the man that I wish my dad would have been. And my mom showed me if you work hard and you put the put your head down and grind, you'll be able to you'll be rewarded. I'm not a uh time scientist how old were you when you had your daughter i was 19. it's prime time if you look good you feel good hey you play good they pay good good. shall we head to my favorite planet 
in the galaxy. The planet of good vibes. The planet of good vibes. The It's time! All right, all right, all right. I love humanity. I think it's great. It's all good, man. I think the word you're searching for is Space Ranger. The Ham Planet Podcast. We are blasting off into the galaxy. In approximately five, four, three, two, and one. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham. And if you're new to the show tonight, great to see you. We are happy to have you here. We're all about three things. Simple as that. Good vibes, great people, and glorious stories. And I couldn't be more honored to welcome the one and only Samaj Miller in the house tonight. Let's give it up. Pleasure and honor, Samaj. Pleasure and honor. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Samaj, I want to come out of the gates discussing a new law that you just informed me about that it's illegal to tie up your dog outside. Yes. So it's illegal to tie your dog up outside unattended in Texas now. So I guess it was a thing like over time, people were, of course, um, cultures, different cultures see dogs differently. I'll just say that. So some people literally, the dogs live their lives tied up um outside and again we know we have crazy weather here in texas it can get below freezing uh, and it can also get over 100 yeah. so and we got tornadoes exactly so it's kind of crazy to have a dog and keep it outside if you're one of those people you shouldn't have a dog uh, just 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 uh save the dog the headache and uh the pain of having to be outside dogs are very social animals and they like to be at the families so um yeah if you feel like you should tie your dog up a dog needs to be outside all the time just please do us all a favor don't get a dog yep even though we do have a dog uh, on set tonight, Rocky's back here chomping on the bone. Samaj, a pleasure and honor to have you. you know, I've known Samaj since I think uh, 2002. You and my big broski, Chris, Kenja, and Donovan. The squad. The squad. We had some lunch today. Yeah, we did. We did have some lunch. It's always good to see my guys. That man, was a damn good picture, bro. Yeah, because it's crazy because it's like you look one day you're in high school hanging out every day. And then you look up and everybody's going on and do their own things. Of course, I'm in the restaurant industry. Kenja's a coach at a uh, FCS school. Donovan's about to be a coach at a high school. And Jamal's in the financial industry. So it's just cool to be able to see you guys grow up and everybody's doing well and uh, advancing in their careers and whatever it is want to do. Uh, yeah. So it's been really cool to see. It's, uh, it's special how that unification again with the squad over time, how each time it's just a little bit more special. Yeah, yeah, because because you hear about so much stuff with people, either something happens to a friend or somebody falls off or you know crazy situation. Like life, yeah. just life in general happens. And people again, are spread out all over too. Yep, and again we we were too going throughout college and again still now. Like Kenja lives in um, Flagstaff, so yep. again the fact that where we've all been spread out, of course, uh, been different places, going playing college and stuff like that. But it's it's just cool to be able to still have that friendship. And people are just like, they're surprised. Like, oh, I can't believe y'all are still friends. It's like, I literally grew up with these dudes. We used to yeah. ride bikes all around town. Anything you could do with your friends, you name it. Like, again, I remember one thing about growing up. We used to go to Kenja's house. And one thing about Kenja's house, we used to try to avoid it. Because if you went to Kenja's house, you had to go to church all day on Sunday. <laughs> so it was one of those things where it's like, man, I come to your house on Friday. Well, on Saturday, I got to go to the crib. Yeah. <laughs> the entire day. Yeah, that whole day. His his dad was a pastor. 
So okay. again, we would have to go to one service. He he would preach his services. Then sometimes we would have to go to uh, another church. So it, again, you were in for a long haul, um, going stand on, on those nights. So again, I'll make always make a point to go home on those <laughs> or or at least be somewhere else. Oh my gosh, that's right. <laughs> so uh, man, Rocky's chomping hard. I'm about I'm a, I'm gonna get this bone real quick. Give me a second, ladies and gents. Ladies and gents, Rocky, you know, he's a he's a good dog, but he gets a little chompy. Um, speaking of that friendship, speaking of that brotherhood that y'all have had for so long, let's rewind the clocks. I think 2002 is a year. Yeah. That's when my brain was just starting to grasp things. Kind of work. Yeah. <laughs> rewind the clocks back to how it all started, when it all started, where. So the homies, how it started. And, right, and cool. of course, I'm curious about Chris, too. I'm originally from Fort Worth. I moved to Mansfield. With two weeks left in school at the end of third grade. So, of course, moving to jail, born Mansfield was a very small town at that time. Um, and now it's crazy. Uh, schools everywhere. I can't even name them all. But again, it was a handful of schools in Mansfield. And I went to one of the schools that was near my house. Uh, a, f- a couple of the first people I met were, uh, it was these twin brothers. They were named the Pendries. So, um, I was in class with Wes. And then he had a brother, Zach. And then uh, Chris and Zach were really cool. And then me and Wes, we developed a friendship really quickly. And it's a thing to where Chris was uh, Zach's friend and I was Wes's friend. And we just all, um, that's kind of how we started kicking it. So uh, just, Was this at Boring? Yeah, this was at Boring. So I know you before 2002. So this was 2000, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So this is whenever we were in fourth grade. So that's whenever, um, at, at the end of third grade, going into yeah. fourth grade. So again, uh, that's how me and Chris got to know each other. Of course, then I start, me and Chris started hanging out. Uh, on our own outside whenever they were doing something else chris would be like they can't hang out so you want to come over so i'm like yeah so i come over uh oh yeah go, go to y'all's house kick it all the time so it, again one part of my some of my most fun childhood memories come at y'all's house and i do want to take a time nice. to give a shout out to your mom because one year on my birthday bro <laughs> my mom had to work late and your mom yeah. he, like she knows my birthday whatever it was just just a thing where in conversation me and chris were having a conversation at the table oh yeah and, and like literally your mom just got done a day doing surgeries doing whatever she did all day yep. so she made the point to not send martha to go get the cake she went and got the cake herself brought it to the house and kind of had an impromptu birthday party and again that's, that's, one, that's, that's one of my big childhood memories and of course still today uh your mom is my dentist shout out to sandy ham make sure shout if, out you, sandy ham. if you need some work Go get it done. Dental transformations all day long. My family will love that shout out. So it's fourth grade and boring. Yep, fourth grade and boring. And then, of course, playing sports all the time. We were always out there competing, uh, hanging out outside of school. So it was it was just one of those yep. things to where again we were all always involved in sports. So that's just that, that was a thing that uh, always brought I guess me together with people, and that's why I'm so uh, passionate about my athletic background. Because again, like I tell yeah. people all the time. Football saved my life. It gave me the discipline. It gave me the order. It gave me the ability to work with people who not aren't necessarily like me, and I'll be able to move towards a common goal. And it's been able, I've been able to transfer that into my professional life. So again, I work in the restaurant industry. Uh, you got diff- people from all different walks of life, and again, you got to be able yeah. to motivate those people. You got to be able to lead them. You got to be able to find out what what makes each person click. So again, absolutely, so grateful for everything. Grateful for um, just my upbringing, being able to be exposed to. Again, going over to y'all's house, uh, it was definitely different than my house. It's probably like three times the size, uh, no lie. But uh, Sandy, you know, had a nice house. She was working hard. Yeah. And the thing about it is, everybody always wants to go to y'all's house. Y'all have to pull right there on the hole. So, again, it was Ooh. just one of those things to where Chris, it, it was motivation for me as a kid. 
it, it was motivation for me too, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it was big time motivation. Chris and I are hoping to go buy it back. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. That's be, that'd... we're putting that. We already do have it on our bucket list to reclaim. My dad originally built it. Yeah, yeah. So it is a special place. That's what's up, man. Okay, Samaj. So, so going going back to what you were talking about, uh, going into football, and how that gave you all those valuable skill sets and characteristics. How hard or were there times where it was hard for that to translate, like make that transition to applying it to a new thing? I'm sure everybody who's played sports, uh, seriously, at some point in time, after you stop playing that sport, you go through identity crisis. You got to find out what am I going to do now? What is what is the way I'm going to contribute? How, how am I going to be part of a team? Right. So it's one of those things to where, um, again, going back into my football background, just give you all a backstory on me. I got a scholarship yeah. out of high school. My first year of school on, on scholarship, I ended up uh, becoming dad. So it was a thing to where I had the option. I could have stayed, played, and did that. But just being realistic, I didn't see myself going to the NFL. And I wanted to make some money now. So I came back home, started working, and I started working in the restaurant industry. Um, I started off at Texas Roadhouse. I'm sure everybody knows what that is. Uh, I don't know what Texas Roadhouse is. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, you need to check that out. But again, like joking around one night, I asked somebody what my boss made. And somebody told me. And then yeah. I put two and two together that my boss didn't go to college and he made more than anybody that I knew who went to college. So then I'm a brain trainer. And I was like, all right, cool. It's like, uh, I'm good at the restaurant thing. I'm good at being able to lead teams. I'm good at being able to connect with people. I'm like, well, let me see what I can do with this. I, again, just put myself in leadership positions, starting off, yeah, uh, pushing forward. And then eventually I became a trainer, started training some people. And then like one cool thing I got to do, I got, they, I got the opportunity to be a corporate trainer. I did one corporate training and I got to do it in Dubai. So I pretty much got to live in Dubai for a month working at a restaurant, helping get it open and teaching people. That's um, huge. Yeah. How to do all that stuff. So that was, that's kind of part of my journey. And the cool thing about that is like I did, I went and did that one corporate open opening and yeah. I came back and then I was offered a management position. So this is pretty sweet at 21 being able to get this, get this opportunity. Uh, Massive. And again, I, I just, ever since then, I just, had this hunger and drive to try to continue to move up and uh, grow my career to the best of my ability. And again, I just translated my mentality from the field over into life. And I tell kids that all the time that you don't, you don't necessarily look at football as a game, look at it as something that's preparing you for tough situations, adversity, stuff that might happen in your life that uh, you need to be able to push through and be able to make it, make it keep going. 1000%, 1000%. Times tough for that to translate. I mean, at times it has been definitely for me too like one of the best examples anyone can use that or i mean any sport yeah you see the levels that you can get to you see how much touchdowns you score or how much points you, you put on the board life's a competition like i tell my kids yeah. all the time you don't if you're not contributing if you're not bringing some type of value you're going to get left behind life is a highway how many how often do y'all see people just pulling over stopping pulling over for that car who has a flat very rarely right that's why i tell the kids all the time so very. nobody's going to feel sorry for you you need to make sure that you're doing whatever you need to do to continue moving forward with your life. Because, again, um, ultimately, a lot of kids have this um, this entitled mindset coming up because, again, a lot of times mom do yep. it to them. Um, right. But whenever they get out into the real world, they get kicked in, they get hit in the mouth. And, again, I've noticed that athletes do a lot better dealing with that stuff than people who yep. haven't been faced with that adversity or being part of a team or, or really going through that grueling uh, mental toughness stuff that you have to do uh, yeah. athlete. I couldn't agree more so much. I love that point. Everyone should take to heart, especially all the athletes out there, all the warriors. Let be able to apply that mentality across the board. Okay, Samaj, so um, 
going back to a historical event, what was the peak of the toilet papering of Mansfield crisis? I know you and Chris were not involved, but y'all... We were spectators. In, yeah, we were spectators. Yeah, it, it was just one of those things to where, you know, kids being kids, going around and needing something to do. Yeah. Uh, hey, the good old days and not having anything to do in Mansfield, Texas. Uh, that, that's that's really, really, really the way I can, I can say it. Uh, we didn't have a lot of stoplights back at that time. Uh, not a lot of schools, not a lot of people. But uh, again, it's a totally different place. The, the growth has been explosive over the years. Uh, I'm happy to call it my hometown. Eventually moved back there. But um, it, it's just, it, it's cool to be able to look back on my childhood, yeah. where I grew up and the friends that I still have today. Again, being able to connect with your brother after not seeing him for a long time. And it's literally like we see each other every day. Right, you just picked so, right back up. Yeah, so it's just one of those things that where it's cool. And again, all, all my homies I grew with, y'all my brothers, and I love y'all. I love it more, honestly. Chris Chris wanted me to make sure to ask you about that, the toilet papering uh, crisis. <laughs> I know one thing growing up, you, your mom was a cop. Your mom is your hero. Yeah. And uh, if you could just talk, I mean, that's an interesting combination, having a mom who's also your mom. And also a cop. Yeah. So yeah, it was definitely a, a different dynamic. It's a special most, thing. Yeah. Sure. Than most kids deal with. Um, and also my mom wasn't just a female police officer. She was a single mother as well. So it's a thing where she had me and my brother also working at least 80 hours a week and um just again holding down the household, making sure we never wanted for anything. We were always taken care of. Um, so again, shout out to mom. You did a great job. I think Mr. J doing awesome in life. So Hey, I think you did good. If you don't hear me say it enough, I'm saying it again. Uh, but again, just my mom just showed us so much with her driving her work ethic to make sure that we had, again, we didn't want for anything. It was never a thing where I ever had to worry about what I'm going to eat tonight or what I'm going to eat for lunch or school tomorrow or what I'm going to wear or anything like that. Literally, mom made it a point to provide, do whatever she needs to do to take care of us the whole time. So um, I, I would say the biggest thing is my mom showed me that go to work. If anything, you got to put the work in. If you want nice things, go to work. And that's just one thing that where me as a person now, as an adult, I was just showing like, the grind. I got to tell myself stuff to back yeah. off. But it's just it, it's just how it is. It's just the thing to where I was, yeah. just showing, I was just showing the grind and that's all I know. Yeah. Consistently doing it is how greatness occurs. Was your dad involved that much or not Not that much? Or? No, man. No, my, my dad wasn't ever really involved. Uh, again, he was from Fort Worth as well. Um, had the opportunities to, didn't want to. Of course, um, it's one of those things to where with any kid, knowing that they, that your dad has opportunity to be in your life and don't want to, that'll mess you up. So, again, it's, it's tough. Uh, yeah, it's tough. So I hear people all the time saying different things or who've had their parents for a long time and say the parent gets sick or the parent passed away or something like that. It's like, man, come on now. Yeah. It's like, I, I feel you, I feel you, but it, but it's like, I don't feel you. Cause it's like, that happened for me my whole life, my, the whole, right. the whole life of grieving. So those are things where, again, just as a man, I had to get over that. Um, and I feel like I've done that as an adult. I reached out to my dad. I try, I, I made it a point to try to do it again. Uh, right. w- wasn't really receptive. So I was thing to where, uh, I'm at peace with the situation. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like no resentment. I'm again, it is what it is. It's like everybody has their own life. They get to make their own choices. Um, and he makes his choices. And the only thing I can do is just with my daughter is to be there for her. I always make sure that I'm available for her. Um, I always make sure I'm taking care of that and just being the man that I wish my dad would have been and some. So yeah, yeah, again, there's no shade. I'm not sad about it. Uh my mom did awesome again. Yeah, I mean uh, right now my mom's retired. She did 27 years, retired by 55, I think. Love uh, that. Yeah, been chilling, living her best life. Um, traveling, traveling, traveling all around the world. 
yeah so again my mom showed me if you work hard and you put the put your head down and grind you'll be able to you'll be rewarded uh in massive ways so again my mom's awesome mom did a great job uh, i love you mom i love her too it's a mom show i mean it's serious what was your mom's childhood like from what you've heard um, my mom's childhood was uh, was kind of crazy um, because, again, like uh, I know for sure my mom has told me that my grandpa abused drugs. So the thing to where my grandma kind of was doing a single mom thing the whole time. But instead of having two kids, my grandma had six. So imagine that. Yeah, that's uh, a lot. Yeah. Imagine that. So, again, a lot of shuffling. My mom, my grandmother's sister helped her a lot with the kids whenever they were growing up. That's what I know. Uh, I've never been one that really ask a whole bunch of questions honestly because again yeah. certain, certain stuff can be a sore subject so again i'm one of those people to where whatever sure. whatever's told to me uh i will accept the information but i've never been like so what was this like what was this like again i never met my grandfather so it was a thing to where i don't necessarily have any memories of him but right. um i'm grateful for all of the grandparents who've been able been able to pour into me um even y'all yeah. even your grandparents like they used to pick me up from school uh, Grammy would take me home again, made me feel like one of the kids. Um, and it was cool seeing him again the other day after not seeing him for at least 15 years. And again, they it, we picked up, yeah. Oh, where, yeah, it, where she came up, oh, grabbed my cheeks like I was five, like I was eight years old, yeah. And it was just one of those things where we kept rolling, so it, it's just cool, man. Um, again, it's a special thing for sure, yeah. It's awesome, you know. Asking family history is something you know, I never was really curious about, but as I have started to get older. I've been asking my mom, like, hey, like, what's it like growing up? And it's, uh, I've learned a lot, honestly. Mm-hmm. The older folk. Yeah. What, what were you doing when you were 27 or 30 or 35? A lot of good stories. Yeah. You just throw a number out there. Some of them will, some of them will be like, ah, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Some of them just going to elaborate long back when I, I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I can't believe, like, some people can remember stories from, like, 30 years ago. And like I can't remember what I did last week. It's like, how do you how are you having timestamps like that? Like my mom's boyfriend, my mom's had the same boyfriend for like 20 years, no lie. But that's this, right. he can literally be like, it was 1971 at 4 p.m. on it was You this, think he's you think he's on the dot? Like he's oh, got it oh, right. Oh, no doubt about it, bro. Yeah, he has he has you don't he, think it's a little spice. No, 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 no. He has a herd of cattle. He can literally look out his front window and tell you what number it is. So he's one of he's one of those people to where he's very the way he tells these yeah. stories. There's no way he doesn't have like a straight time. I love it. And, and you know, it's all people from different times. They didn't have memory cards and stuff like that. They everything had to go off of yeah. what you have between the ears. Absolutely. Real quick, how long is a generation? Is that twenty? Is that like a lifetime? I'm confused. No, it's not a lifetime because um, yeah, there's um. So it has the different classes on those, but I honestly don't know the years. I'm man. millennial like, technically. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, I, I, I think or maybe I, not. No, I, I think know. I think I am too because I think it's like uh, uh, I don't know about that shit. I'm not a uh, time yeah. scientist. Yeah, I don't get paid to know that, so I've never really cared. That's why I do the videos uh, <laughs> to, to keep track. Yeah. Um, Samaj, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we'll see you in a sec. And now a word from our sponsors. It's your man, Peter Ham, checking on in here. And today, ladies and gents, I'm going to give three simple things that anyone can do that helps the show tremendously. Number one, ladies and gents, number one is to simply invite your Facebook friends to like the page. 
All you got to do is go to Facebook, type in Hand Planet Podcast. It'll take you to our page. You will then see a section that says invite friends. You click select all. It sends your friends a little notification. It's not too overbearing. And it invites them to like the page. Uh, this is tremendously valuable. That's number one. Number two. two. Number two, ladies and gents, is to provide a good old five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or Facebook. Three. Thirdly, y'all, is engage. Engage, engage, engage. Simply feel free to share anything. Feel free to comment on anything. Say whatever you want. Uh, you can engage on our page via Facebook. You can engage on our uh, Instagram. We've got Ham Planet. And we also have at Ham Planet Clips. And we're on Tiki Talk. I gave in. All the kids are doing it. So now we're doing it. Tiki Talk at Ham Planet Clips. And of course, YouTube. Ham Planet Podcast Clips. So, ladies and gents, that's going to wrap up the video for today. These are three simple actions that you can do that will help the Ham Planet podcast tremendously. So, that being said, ladies and gents, I will see your beautiful face. That was the most fire hat, most fire hat in Dallas after we won the championship. Everyone had one. If if you didn't have one, you were missing out. Yeah. Everybody had one. What an epic year for Dallas, 2011. Do you think we're going to repeat it in 20, what are we in, 2022? It will be nice. But uh, yeah, we got one. This will probably be published after this certain series is concluded. Do you think we'll still be thriving? I hope so. That's why I say I'm I'm a Mavs fan for life, and I hope so. Who made you really start loving the Mavs, player wise? The first person. First person player wise, I was like, man, he's cool. Was Michael Finley? Of yeah. course, we had Michael Finley first, and then, um, of course, we got Dirk. I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was impartial about Dirk for the first few years. It wasn't like a thing where Luca, where he came on just killing the league. Dirk, right, Dirk had a process. I was thing where I was like, man, they picked this fool. He ain't doing nothing, but it's thing where trust the process. Yeah, I, and, and then with the one day that I decided, like, man, he's awesome. I was at a Mavericks game and I saw Dirk warming up and he literally did not miss one shot. I was like, dang, that's crazy. And he's, of course, he's a giant. So, right. Those things where you see this giant dude don't miss a shot from anywhere on the floor. He literally shot, maybe shot from half court, no lie. But um, I was like, all right, cool. That game, he went off for like 30 points. It was just insane. Um, and I was like, all right, cool. That day I became a fan. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was probably like 06. 06. Yeah. Which was a big year. Went to the finals against the Heat. Yep. Yeah. That's when I was like, he's the truth. Because at first, it was like, as we know, Dirk had a stigma about him that he was soft. He wasn't yep. tough enough to take him all the way. They couldn't do it. Phoenix and, it was, and the Spurs kept. Yep. So like, it's like Tim Duncan owned him. It's like, it's he, like you, do not, you yeah. do not want to see them dudes coming out of San Antonio in any way, shape, or form. Uh, for yeah. a span of what ten years, easily, easily. hey, longer than that total. But I'm just saying, just where they were like one of the top teams, winning championships, all that thing. Um, yeah, uh, Tim Duncan, whenever he was killing the league, Tim Duncan, the great fundamental, as they call him. Hey, he, talk he, talk about doing the right thing, making you successful, doing the right thing. The basics. The, I mean, he's the the shining star. He's on the Mount Rushmore of do your job. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, Tim hey, Duncan. The definition of do your job and do the basics good. There would be a lot of people. Well, it can only be four people, five people, I think, Mount Rushmore. I haven't seen Mount Rushmore, but I know it's yeah, faces. It's, yeah, it's four or five. Four or five dudes who died a long time ago. Yeah. Crazy that hey, their hey, face hey, in, a wall, in a mountain. Yeah, if anything, they need to start like doing cycles on it. Like, why didn't four dudes get to stay up there? Let's put somebody else up there. I, I don't see anything wrong. I think they should d- just make more of them. Yeah. You know, if it's so easy. Yeah, yeah different places. Some of these national parks and stuff. So that could be something where people could go. I wonder let's, how let's much it costs. Yeah. Man, costs ain't no thing. As much money we spend on pointless stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. We, hey, hey, what, what we ship, what, what we send to uh, Ukraine, of course, they need it. I'm supporting it. But how much we send it to them? Ooh. 40. We could have a, a president or we could have any, not even a president. We could have any historical desired figure carved in a mountain in each state with the same amount probably something yeah but hey you know how like the with these um old exposed stories you know you can't be doing all that some of them boys begin taking down get a uh, joe pod i <laughs> i feel like the, that's kind of the one thing you know maybe a statue can get picked up maybe a landmark can hey. get pulled but uh, a carving into a mountain, yeah. Unless you got like an F fifty bomber, I I don't even know if that's the correct terminology. But hey, hey, unless need, you got one of those, you're probably not mo- doing any. They're gonna need some C four. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they they just making that look like that person no more. But yeah, with them statues. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, those can definitely be moved around, as we've seen recently. Uh, starting with the yep. Penn State thing, I feel like that was that's where the first person that's the first statue like recently get removed, and then from there it was all the Confederate generals. They 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 were all on the hit list next. But um, yeah, uh, again, it, hey, it is what it is. We're in different times now, and um, I'm yeah. gra- I'm grateful that we're able to sit next to each other and be able to do stuff like this uh, on our own accord. Hey, we can't necessarily say the same for our grandparents. And that's one thing, like I make it a point to remind my kid all the time. It's like, we're not too far away from that. And um, again, make sure you make sure you're being respectful, make sure you're being a good person and uh, just holding yourself to the highest standard possible uh, just in life in general. I feel like that's the best message a dad can give. Almost the same vision I preached to Hattie is like, just be a good person. And it works out. Yeah. And things good things start happening. A good person being as accountable and hardworking and as good as you can. But um you both have similar life mentalities. No doubt about that so much. See it. Love it. Love to see it. Back to the show. Samaj top three rappers of all time. All time. All time. All time. Uh, we got a top. We're gonna play the top three challenge. Okay, so and that's our first question. Just to let y'all know, when I grew up, I graduated high school in two thousand eight. If y'all know who the greatest rapper was at that time, you were not alive. So I'm gonna start off with one, Wheezy. Wheezy, yeah. just my whole life, he's just never missed. Of course, he never missed. Yeah, he's never missed. Uh, again, that's one. Of, that's one of my top three. Um, of course, I'm gonna go back to a different time period. I'm gonna go to the '90s, the early part of my life. I'm gonna say Pac. Um, just again, Pac. just again, just his his impact on culture through movies, through his through his lyrics, the stuff he talked about. Um, it's still great today. Yeah, I'll just listen it's, to it's, it. It's still great today, and it's still relevant today. We sound this stuff is is sad, but again, he yeah. he was talking about something. So, and and again, I'm gonna go to a different era. So I went. Yeah, 90s. I went growing up, and I'm gonna say right now, the most impactful rapper, the best rapper, the rapper who has the best message is Kendrick Lamar. 
I, I would say Kendrick is is the um again with this super yeah with this project that just came out um everything he's talking about uh has substance uh he's making all his own exactly. stuff so that's what i'm gonna say i gave y'all three different from three different time periods so again it's other great rappers you got your own opinions this is my opinion so i'm not trying to debate yeah. anybody don't hit me up about it um uh, this, this is my is opinion. opinion take it or leave it <laughs> yeah i just want to be clear with that absolutely okay now top three nfl players of all time top three nfl players of all time I'm going to say Tom Brady. hate to say it today. I, if you asked 10 years ago, I wouldn't say it that. But today. Today. Tom Brady. 10 years ago, definitely not. But no, today. Today. No Tom, doubt. Tom Brady, uh, hands down. And then I'm going to go number two. You can't go. Um, you can't skip this guy. Of course, a cowboy. Um, home team. My he, One of my heroes growing up, Emmitt Smith. Love that all time leading rusher. And the thing about Emmett too that I loved about him, Emmett wasn't the fastest, he wasn't the strongest, he wasn't the biggest, but he was he was he was wavy with it. He made it a point to get through there and he was tough and he just showed you the grit every single game. He ran hard. Just um, just as you were doing. Yeah, yeah. I, it, I remember seeing the Emmett swag yeah. when we were young. Yeah, and it's one of those things to where and, and the thing about it is it kind of had a mixture myself personally, because like my biggest thing is my swag, I would say, my playing swag, I got tried to go for it, is prime time because Dion was just so flashy. He, he was, was so, he, he was the he, best, he, the goat, like the goat. literally hitting home runs, scoring touchdowns, getting interceptions, making crazy money, staying out of trouble, running back, wide receiver, make, cornerback, making safety, an impact his whole life. It's kind of like if there's one person where it's just like, man, this dude's done it his whole life. It's Dion Sanders, and it's the thing too, this crazy bro. I have this, uh, I have this Dion little picture in my room. I literally had it since I can't remember. Like I probably had it since I was five. I still have it today in my office, and it's just Damn. something that I always kept in my life to just remind me, just like prime time. Hey, hey, it's prime time. If you look good, you feel good. Hey, you play good, they pay good, and that's what everything in life. That's what that's what work. That's what um, playing sports, just messing around. That's what that's what anything you possibly think of. So, um, yeah. I couldn't agree more. See it. Love it. Love to see it. Back to the show. Now a word from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, taking a quick break from the program here to let you guys know I got some pretty dope news. Your man, Peter Ham, host of the Ham Planet podcast, is officially on Cameo. Yep, Ham Planet is on Cameo. Say it's your mom's birthday and your mom loves me. Go ahead. And get a cameo and all wish her the best damn happy birthday she's ever heard. Hey, your girlfriend, she's a little upset at you. She needs a good laugh. She needs uh, some good energy. Got you covered, boys. I got you covered. Don't you worry about it. Just get a cameo. Ladies and gents, it's at Peter Ham on Cameo. Do a birthday song. I'll do a bachelor party. Whatever you got, honestly. Bring in the heat. Bring in the energy. And you know I'm bringing the good vibes. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Look forward to giving you some special personalized messages through Cameo. There's nothing I love more than celebrating with the people who love the Ham Planet podcast. Go ahead and visit Cameo at Peter Ham. Check it out. Show some love. Follow. Get it going, baby. Back to the program. Starting off having a daughter so young, I just like I started off in survival, like not even from like my childhood, but just moving forward. Right. So, uh, 
Samaj, so how old were you when you had your daughter? I was 19. 19, bro. Yep. Yeah, I was 19. So uh, my birthday is August 22nd. You, you learn a lot of shit real quick. Yeah, real real quick. And the thing about me, I've never, I had never even been around a baby because with like <laughs> my generation, my family, I was the baby. So again, I've never interacted with a baby, never held a baby, never anything, anything. <laughs> it was just like a thing where I would see babies from a distance and be like, Ew. but um, that's just how it was as a kid. Like my brother was very, my brother loved babies. Anytime we go places, he always wants to hold the baby and do stuff like that. I was like, that's weird. But again, <sighs> Um, that's who my brother is. He he ended, yeah. he ended up going into education, of course, impacting a whole bunch of kids. Um, Love that. Uh, like really making a difference in the community. So again, it ended up being something in the long term, something bigger. Just that's just again his heart for people in general. Um, I love people, just not not like that. We are scooting and booting along in the episode. More good vibes in three, two. We just cut the hair recently, so okay. I cut my I cut my own mullet so much. Okay. Hey, well, hey, that's a good way to save money. Like me, I, I like going on strike. Like I, do I, I get my hair cut like two weeks in a row if I got events or I got something going on and then like let me not have anything. I'm just working. I'll go easily two months because again, where I work at, I got to wear a hat. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, well, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to pay $30 to get my hair cut for me to put a hat on every single day for the next two weeks and then get another one to do that. It's like haircuts have gotten so expensive now. You can go buy a hat. You can go buy a different hat every time you want to get a haircut. Technically, exactly. oh yeah, and just have a crazy amount of hats. I've I've literally considered hmm. shaving my head and just buying myself a new hat every month. Um, all different That's styles, <laughs> yeah, all different styles. Just wear hats all the time. But again, you know, hats can't, aren't accepted everywhere, so you gotta be. Unfortunately, it, it's not, I feel like maybe it's they become more accepted lately, but yeah, like you can't wear you can't you probably can't wear one at the wedding. Yeah, people are tripping on that. Yeah. yeah, who's the guy in the suit with the with the snapback? Yeah, not a good look. And you got to take them off all the time. And if you don't get your haircut right, you look crazy. And, <laughs> you know. So true. Yeah. So that's why you just shave all your hair off, and you don't got to worry about that. You just better pull the head off easy. But hey, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. The thing is, the mullet is um, it's a classic. You can't it's, a classic. It's, it's a classic. It's staple. It was something I've I've honestly had a mullet on and off, basically on for the past nine years because it was a rugby, yeah, the rugby haircut. Okay. I mean, part of just, you know, what I would do. It, so, hey, if it, it fits you, honestly, like, like, hey, I looks, appreciate it, brother. It looks good. It's kind of really like appreciate you got the early 90s swag going on. So hey, I try. Hey, that's hey, what I, I want. I'm that's what it. I love. I appreciate it. Sometimes I look at it and I'm like greasy. But I keep moving forward. See it. Love it. Love to see it. Back to the show. Deep questions. But here we have our first question. Are you ready, sir? Lego. What do you think is the most damaging modern industry and why? Big Pharma. Big Pharma. Yes, because I feel like they're holding back a cure because it makes them so much money. Honestly, it's a crazy industry. Don't kill me. I hope they don't. I don't. I hope they don't get me either. But it, it's it is a silent killer. People in all types of ways hurt from it every single day. Yeah, in some way, shape, or form. And that's my thing. It's kind of like if you've ever been around somebody with cancer and somebody really going through it and going through chemo and all that stuff, like it makes you not want to do it because again, yes. like it's like you see how much money it costs people, and then 
it still does not work out. Like I'm just gonna just say for I'm gonna skip up this for a quick a quick second. Statistically, so I got two of my football coaches from high school. I have two coaches, same coaching staff. They both uh, not even fifty yet. Both of them end up getting cancer, doing all this experimental treatment, spending all this money, having to raise all this money, doing all this stuff, and they both ended up passing away. R.I.P. Coach Smith, R.I.P. Coach Mayberry. Um, but it's one of those things where I've just seen it over and over again. It's kind of like a thing to where, and then you see, again, you see some people beat it, but you see the less few and far between. Right. But um, I, I personally believe that there is a cure. They have, have found ways to be able to, but again, it's one of those things to where anytime people come out with that or it's talked about, those people end up getting off. Um, and yeah, that's where that goes. I have to agree with you on that one. Brother, what is the last thing you changed your mind about and why? Last thing I changed my mind about. Yeah. Um, last thing I changed my mind about. Man. I don't even know. I don't, I don't have an answer for that one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Next question. Sorry, technical difficulties. Camera man is drunk. Back to the show now. Hey, from all walks of life. Absolutely. And that's what we got to do. We got to draw those parallels. Next question here, Samaj. A good one to build off of that last one. If you met your hero, what would you ask? I know you said your hero's your mom. Yeah. So my mom's one of my heroes, but and I know God's one of your heroes, and that's God. So I mean, love God, but let's outside of him. Okay, so we're gonna say if I could ask um if I could ask some my one of my heroes, say I would say somebody what am I asking them? <laughs> if you met your hero what would you ask if you met him like what question would you ask him not who is a hero um my question that i would ask it would be where the hell is it where the hell is that yeah i'm, I'm gonna keep it keep it quick where keep, the straight at? to the point yep successful <laughs> direct here to accomplish a mission approach yeah. i like it yeah if you had to switch places with another person, who would you choose and why? I think it would be cool to be LeBron James. I think that'd be cool. Hard to beat the breast. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to have like unlimited money. Like again, like LeBron's done it the right way the whole time. Um yeah, I just I agree. Just again, LeBron has done everything his way. He's controlled the narrative of his career. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron is on Le- Yeah, LeBron is on LeBron's time, and that's the that's the thing you got to respect about him. Uh, even for whenever leaving, go to the Heat, then going back and winning the championship with Cleveland. To now, the Mavs whooped that ass though in 2011. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they did, and they whooped that ass when he was with. Uh, yeah, a couple times. Couple so, times. So ass has been whooped. But again, LeBron would be a cool person. It would be cool to walk walk in his shoes. Even though but, even though my knees might be sore as shit and my back might hurt, but it'd be cool. He's supposed to be hundred percent for next year, is what he's saying. Yeah, but you know, he you can't can't beat Father Time. It's hard to be. Especially, especially whenever your your MO is jumping uh, jumping out the gym. But he was still getting up this past year a couple he times. Still, still there showing. So speaking of that. I was watching um, Michael Jordan's debut game for the Washington Wizards. So when he came back, and it was in 2001, so this was like a few days after 9-11 too, in Madison Square Garden, and it was dope. It's on YouTube, the whole game. It's like a full NBA game from 2001. 
it's like Jordan's the old Jordan, but he's still playing right after 9-11. So it was like kind of a crazy time. And it's got like all the old school commercials and shit. It's uh, really great. It's like watching old school TV. All you need is an old school TV to be able to play it yeah. on you. You'll be back in time. Yeah. What do you think TV? This isn't even on the cards. What do you think TVs are going to look like in 100 years? I think TV is going to be holographs. I think it's not going to be a physical thing. I think it's going to be something to where it's like a lens that's in the floor and it's going to pop up. And then it's going to be like you're there with the people and you're going to have to wear like a virtual headset. <sighs> I think, Shit. Yes, and that's that, the thing that I, I don't that, like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's where it's going. Just with just with the with the blockchain stuff and the Web3 and all that stuff, it's coming. And it's like a thing to where it's levels to it. And it's a thing to where a lot of normal people are not educated on it because, again, a lot of that stuff um we're kind of being 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 a normal person you're kind of like late to know certain things you're not necessarily plugged into certain circles that people will be who are professional athletes who are who have access to those certain type people but again i think that that is the future that is coming it's inevitable so it's kind of like a thing to where you gotta accept accept what's coming or i um you know i get worried sometimes when i think about like the, yeah the kids more than anything because it's like everything's so electronic so digital like it's one thing like at work like we have these things called we have training books and it's a thing to where uh, i made it a point to walk around the other day a lot of kids who work for me are like in high school age early college yeah i have some adults but again a lot of kids that and i walk around and ask them i was like do y'all have textbooks and it was a resounding no so it's things where I have these kids coming to work and writing in the book to where they don't write anything down all day because everything's Damn. on the iPad. Dude, the thing about textbooks that made textbooks, you know, kind of like a bitch is carrying them everywhere. Yeah. Because they're fucking 20, 15 pounds sometimes. That's why these kids are weak now. And they, you got like carrying around a textbook. three got, of them in your bag. They got an iPad. They, they got an iPad, they nothing watching, else. They're watching TikTok on all day over here walking around like I'm having seizures. <laughs> iPad and Jewel and the TikTok. Seen it too much. Bring it down. You got to bring it down. Make it rain. Got to get out in the woods. Speaking of the woods, have you heard of this guy called the Liver King? Oh, yeah. I heard it. Like, he's, he's super jacked and he said, and like eating like the raw animals and stuff like that. Yeah, I've seen it, dude. Raw animals, bro. Yeah. And he's saying how he's, Thoughts never, on that. how he's never gotten sick. Um, I think that the only way that you could not get sick eating raw animals if the animal had just died. So it's a thing to where, again, I work in a restaurant and you see food has to be certain temperatures and stuff has to have time for bacteria to grow. So, again, you eat fresh meat, you're like killing animals like lions doing and stuff like that. But I, I don't see. <laughs> don't old, yeah, I don't see old buddy being able to consistently. Um, I guess so. I guess he could have the meat in the fridge and just eat cold and seasoned meat all day. But that sounds terrible. But, yeah, that, that's just insane. But there's no way That's you crazy, there's no way you getting like that without no roids though. So I don't care what I don't care what nobody say. There's no <laughs> way that you swole. get that big without steroids. Anybody says that they're doing it, they lying. You can't say he ain't taking some He's shots. Up. Some shots in between. Oh yeah, in between the raw meat. And again, you trend bologna sandwiches. Yeah, they call them. We only see what he's showing us. So again, he could be steak. He could be in this. He could be in that. But of course, it, yeah. You know, everybody got their own persona online. That's true. You can be whoever you want to be. And you he, sure can. And he's the man who eats raw meat. Yeah. And raw uh, testicles as well. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of that's kind of weird. I think you probably, yeah, that's weird. That's like a fetish type thing. That is some weird shit. I don't think yeah. 
and he was explaining his philosophy how he's like if you eat a testicle it'll help your testicle he's like i'm gonna eat some, somebody else's balls to help me get swole i'm a ball eater he 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 honestly that's his one of his arguments he's like there's testosterone in the balls and i eat the balls and i get the testosterone <laughs> like why don't you just buy a couple of jizz you fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> you got a point. You got a point. Hey, straight to the source. Straight to the straight to the source. See it. Love it. Love to see it. Back to the show. Maj, good question here. Describe a time when you needed extreme courage to keep going because others gave up. I would just say, um, just throughout my life, my early twenties, just uh sticking true to what I wanted to do ultimately and what I wanted to do to be able to, for me to start to build my life. Uh, it was a lot of time. People were always trying to tell me, Oh, this place is hiring. This place is hiring. Give me different opportunities um, outside of what I was doing. But again, I enjoyed what I was doing. And that was the key to it to me. It's to enjoy what you're doing. And I tell people that all the time, if you enjoy what you're doing, you don't necessarily work in until you find a reason why you don't enjoy it. But that's another conversation. I think it's a spot on point. You know, for me, definitely a time where i felt not necessarily doubt but like pressure was when i had my daughter was that a tough time for you as well like the first few years uh, it was a, a learning very, curve yeah it was a huge learning curve because again i've never been around a baby and my the biggest thing is like whenever i told my mom the first day that i found out that my girlfriend at the time was pregnant she's like what you gonna do and i remember telling my mom i'm gonna figure it out so it was just one of those things to where having a kid at such a young age it really kept me I, I feel like on a straight and narrow and kind of motivated me to continue to move forward because again I had somebody else to provide for it no longer right. became, was just about me what can I do for me you know what I'm saying all that it again I graduated high school the next year I became a parent so the thing to where my whole adult life I've been a parent that's all I know and I uh, wouldn't change it for the world because again it's made me who I am um, it, it's it's kept me striving for because again i want to show my daughter uh what a respectable man is supposed to look like and again what uh, a man leading should look like just in general in a day-to-day life uh so whenever that's she, so important yeah so whenever she's so to, huge yeah so whenever she goes to pick the guy to be with uh, i don't i don't have to worry about him beating on her or being a bad dude at all because she knows what a good man looks she like she knows so, the standard yeah so that's my biggest thing like that's all i'm making the point to do more than anything spot on I, I'm on the exact same page. That's like the biggest piece of motivation for me too. Is just want to set the standard high. Yep. And want to show her what a good man is, because I feel like such a impactful thing if a dad is a hero. Yep. And, and if a dad is involved, and I tell people all the time, like it's never too late. Right. Like even if people, and it's never too late. Yeah. If you have a bad start or your baby mama gives you issues and stuff like that. Like just as much as, as yeah, which as much as you possibly can, put that to the side and just understand that it's not your kid's fault that um mom did this, it's not the kid's fault that whatever happened, whatever happened. But again, you just have to understand that it's bigger than you. Uh make it a point to be there for your kid and you don't understand how much that means to them. Because again, I'm sure uh people have all the different experience growing up, but there's nothing like having your parents there to be able to be there and support you. Um and just help you out throughout your life couldn't agree more couldn't agree more samaj uh, one thing we were definitely talk, th- thinking about discussing that we should discuss is father's rights brother what's your take on them currently 
So my thing, I feel like uh, it's very biased uh, in the way that the laws are set up initially. Uh, I think that it should be something to where, again, we can invest resources in certain things that aren't necessarily working or um, just stuff that's not necessarily helping anybody. I feel like there could be more of a objective look at each case and look at each parent as individuals to make decisions rather than because the because the mom's the mom or the dad is that that's the way it is because again like just with my daughter's situation she's been to three four elementary schools and i've lived in the same house the whole time so you know what i'm saying but it's a thing to where i gotta pay all this money to go to court to be able to fight something like that whenever it's again, yeah whenever again i have a house i live in i've been in the same spot the whole time i'm in a stable situation i have a career uh, i've had a career and again i have no hope in that without spending thousands of dollars to be able to get my daughter. And it's just, it's just like, it needs to be an objective look at each couple, at each group. Every time there's that so-called review that they have to be able to make the, make the um, distribution go up or go down, that needs to be evaluated where the people are in their life. How has it been between this period and this period? How many times have you had to move? How many times are you on a lease? Can you pay for everything yourself? Do you need the other parents to, to survive? All that stuff needs to be looked at rather than you're the mom, you get this amount of child support from this dude who, whatever it is. And I feel sorry for all professional athletes because they be getting right. done so bad. But Oof. again, it needs to be something done about that because a lot of kids are being robbed of experiences or upbringings that they could have in a better situation, whether it's higher income or more engagement or the situation to where the mom has moved on to a different relationship and the kid feels like they're not welcome anymore. Um, everything in between. Yeah. It's a system that is man, man's guilty kind of out of the gate type of thing. Yep. Man's guilty I mean, to put, it simp- to put it simply. Yep. You lay, you pay. And it's yeah. one of those things to where, <laughs> and just being candid with you, man, like most of it, like, again, we're both, single dads and but you got we both have to agree probably majority of single dads or black and brown black and brown dudes right so again that makes the where automatically those of course as you know paying child support being in that situation to where you you're having those funds immediately taken away it's hard for you to get ahead i I know a lot of guys who have to live who have to live together to be able to make ends meet on top of being doing an obligation with child support and uh, being able to provide a life for themselves or say they were to have a significant other or a significant other has kids or uh, oh whatever yeah it is. That, that, like, that's even harder like, yeah like what are you supposed to do you're supposed to just have to get another job for the fact you have a kid or how's it work it's 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 tough definitely yes it takes a lot of money to be able to live by yourself and pay job support you just know that yeah and and to have and then having a significant other on top of that is yes a whole nother Yes, that's, that's a whole layer other, of expense. Yeah, that's a whole other expense. But again, we, of course, always we're dating with purpose. We want to make sure that we're absolutely uh, not wasting our money. Uh, right. And again, if someone's not 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 right for you, keep it pushing. And again, just advice to the guys: just make sure you're not spending all this money on first dates because you don't even know if you're gonna like her. You better go to Starbucks. Do not you, spend all the money you, on the first date. That's better, a you, fatal error. Yeah, you better screen her because again, again, even if you got it like that, don't waste your money on stuff like that. Buy you some stocks on Robinhood or buy you something, whatever it is you want to do. Go Especially play. now we're in a recession. <laughs> yeah, go play a shit around the golf. Do something else something. rather than waste your money on that. Get, Please, get them two milkshakes. And just know pay, paying for it won't ever, make you, won't ever make her love you. You got to be yep. you. 
You gotta stand. You gotta. Be I confident. said, baby, we're splitting it. <laughs> yep. Try to use it when fair. But uh, yeah, it's tough. It's a hard. It's an uphill battle. Yeah, uphill battle for sure for guys. It's um financial warfare. See it, love it, love to see it. Back to the show. Uh, today a man in Florida was in a private jet that took off from uh, Boca Raton, and the uh, pilot passed out, went unconscious, had a health emergency while flying it. It's a PJ, so he's the only one who knows how to fly it. So this guy on this PJ, who had no idea how to fly it, went there, just was like, fuck, got to do something. We're going down. Saved their entire cruise life, flew it back, or like got on the radio set, talked to the controller. Crazy shit. That's insane. Put on the headset, and they have like the recording of it, and it's like, the guy's so calm. The guy's so smooth about it. He's like, he's like, um, we have a serious emergency. We have a serious uh, issue going on here. And he's like talking to the people in the radar, in the air tower. Uh-huh. We have a pilot who's unconscious. I'm, I'm here. I need help flying this thing. Yeah. That's insane. Like that's this, insane. this is definitely going to be a movie. And Bro, a, it was an a, amazing and a, and a, story. And the fact that he landed, that's super gangster. Hey, we need to go ahead and get that movie started. Let's get that in production. Because it's a race to see who gets it. Because, again, we pick our own story up. We make our own story up. We, yeah. Hey, we got the ending. The dude gets the plane, and he saves it. And we can just have, like, the air traffic controller be like, I, I always, one thing I always do, and one thing I really well, I think would be awesome yeah. is to, like, create, like, shows and shit like that. I agree. Like, like, I think that would be awesome. Because, again, I always have all these cool ideas for, like, movies and stuff like that. But I don't necessarily know where to get started. But I don't necessarily want to go to school. But, I, I, hey, I'm going to do some research online. I'll make some pop. But I think it would be so cool to, like, make movies or do something, like, in the media on a day-to-day basis. Like, no doubt about it. Yeah. Man, it was uh, a story that just, holy shit. Yeah, it's badass. The audio recording. The, the fact that they have that and it's, like, already immediate. The, this guy just landed. Yeah. Like a few, not too long ago. Oh, yeah. He about to be on all the shows. All the it shows. All the everywhere. Movies. He about to write a book. He about to get a movie deal. Yeah. And yeah. thankfully, like. And he's already on the PJ, so you know he's balling already. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't like one of those, shit, this is a fucking party up in this PJ. It was like a, a little guy. It, it was like you could have passengers on it. It was like kind of that. Okay. Gotcha. Like gotcha. you could have six people sitting on it. That's okay. it, though. So it wasn't like big balling, but you, but still, you gotta have the, something the, yeah, to have that. Yeah, jumping in the seat of a plane and landing it after never doing it before. Oh, he's that, definitely yeah. a lot richer. Yeah, that's that's insane. Kudos to you, but yeah, I can't. Apparently, he hasn't released his identity. Oh, probably, he don't want that smoke. He about to get a million followers tonight. The guy who was talking to him, though, the air traffic controller guy, has released his identity and is already like man. That's what's up. Good for him. He should be. It's yeah. Awesome. So the guy who was the air traffic controller guy, it's a it's a PJ in Florida, which if you know, kind of that's kind of the area where everyone's going in and out of who knows. From what I know, I'm no flight expert, but there's a lot of PJs things that take off out of Florida. Yeah. A lot a lot of a lot of people, a lot of money living over there. So this tower, the guy was on his lunch break actually, was just kind of like sitting up kind of by the machine. Didn't even wasn't even required to be by it, but heard the guy like saying, uh, um, 
we got a serious issue. Hey, it was his time to shine. He's been waiting his whole life for this. Yeah. He's like, I never saw him playing before, but I'm going to help you land that sucker. Bro, yeah, hey, huge hey, shout hey, out hey. to that guy, too, talk, yeah. who walked him through it. Yeah, that's, that's a whole movie. It's a movie. I see it right now. Whole movie. Florida. No, we got to just name it Flight, whatever the flight was. Flight 69. Yeah, Flight 69. Going down. And then the thing can be like, we have all these fucking dramatic ass clips of him like taking over and the pilots like landing sweating out. and shit. Yeah, sweating and uh, talking on it, talking on the thing, putting then, the headset on, shaking. Um, all the crew members looking all scared. See, I'm telling you, Steven, Steven Spielberg ain't got nothing on me. He really, I mean, hey, hey, in this attic, we're about to get it popping. Honestly, we could. We've got everything we need, all the movie equipment. Yeah, and, we, and now we can edit videos too. We can. It's going down. Basement. It's going down. We're in the attic, though. In the attic, basement. But we ball. Okay, Samaj. Would you rather be able to take, change the future or the past by just imagining it? Whoever to change the past or the future? Correct. Oh. I wouldn't want to change the future because that's beauty of the future. So I guess... Definitely not the future. I yeah, like. I, I I would want to change stuff in the past. Like it's things where like I would want to like be able to go back and invest in certain things or like Bitcoin whenever it was like a dollar and shit like that. I'd like, love to do that. Like that's what I want to be in the past for. But like again, anything that's happened in my life, any relationship, in person, I'm getting none of y'all. Y'all are real MVPs. You made me who I am today. But if I could do that, it would be uh, more for a financial game more than anything. And then, like, I would, like, just record, like, all the winners of, like, World Series and, like, that 80 to 1 horse that won the other week. Shit like that. I would just literally have... You definitely like, capitalize on that. Yeah, I would have a list of, like, all the sports winning, and I would be the guy who bets on it, and I would bet on the underdog all the Can time. Can that list or whatever you got it written down on go with you through the time machine? <laughs> uh, it all depends. If we make the rules, yes, it can go with me. Or you can just machine. remember it. Yeah, or can well, you remember it? Maybe I, you need to remember it. If I knew I had that opportunity, no, you can't remember it. I will make that. I will make it a point to try to make it remember that step before I take my first trip. That'd be a movie in its own, making messages that you'll be able to see in the past. Yes, you go to like places that you know will still be there. Look, another movie idea just came out. <laughs> past time, past times, past time. So it's like Cowboys win the Super Bowl in twenty thirty. Yeah, or JFK like didn't get assassinated. He like saves them, and then like a different war starts, and that'd we, be that'd be crazy. And we lost like California or something. That'd be crazy. That's just random. I'm just like, going but off no, the dome. no, you it's know what I'm saying like absolutely. Hey, I'm telling y'all my movie ideas. So so butterfly effect is real. Free game. Yeah, butterfly effect is insane to think about. Yeah. Even though I haven't seen the movie with Ashton Kutcher, I haven't. I haven't either. I don't. I don't but remember. I like the song like, by like Travis one, Scott. One thing, movies that came out a long time ago, I don't remember because it's like so many different movies and you know stuff at work and stuff you got to learn and stuff like that. It's kind of like some stuff gets deleted off the hard drive um, on accident. I agree. Samaj, next question here: Would you rather lose your teeth or lose a day of your life every time you kiss a woman? Every time I kiss a woman, I lost a day of my life. Or I would not have any teeth. Or kissed a person, but I'm assuming. I mean, I know women. Okay, so which of course women are good because they they sweat. Or I can still get an unlimited amount of women and not have any teeth. That's true. Yeah, I'll take no teeth. Yeah, Sandy gets you some nice dentures. Oh yeah, I'll be good. I, I already got. <laughs> yeah, I will, ain't worried about no teeth. I'm good. The dentures are a big deal. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of I learned. 
ladies, about the older ladies, crowd. Ladies, ladies, think about that. Think about how that would be for you. No teeth. Ooh, wee. Yeah, that'd be getting crazy. Next question here, brother. Would you rather wake up in the middle of a good dream every time and not be able to fall back asleep or never be able to wake yourself up from a nightmare? These are deep. These are crazy. I, w- I would. would you so to not be able to work, wake myself up from, from a nightmare. Yeah. I want to be able to wake myself up from a nightmare. I don't know about you, but I, I haven't had nightmares really as an adult. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't have adults. I do. I've had some crazy dreams. I've had some crazy dreams I'll, too. I'll... See it. Love it. Love to see it. Back to the show. It's it's some crazy shit. If you're if you're out there and you know you know what we're talking about, you know you know. <laughs> yeah. Because ooh wee. You'll yeah. go on a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Okay, Samaj, next question here. Would you rather never sing or never dance again? Never sing, because I don't need to be singing. I cannot sing. Singing is not a blessing that I was that I was giving <laughs> given as a person. Um, I'm not that good at dancing either, but at least dancing, you know what I'm saying? You can have fun. You can you can do all kinds of dancing. Dancing's healthy. Yeah, but with singing, it's like I'm cool if I never step up to the karaoke mic for the rest of my life. That's respect. Yeah, so it's like thing where I'm never gonna be like, oh yeah, come watch me sing. Uh, but dancing, if I get drunk enough, I will think that I'm a fucking Chris Brown out there. So, all depends. Everyone loves Chris Brown. <laughs> all right, I got I got last one, best one here, Samaj. Okay, cool. Would you rather speak all languages or be able to speak to all animals? Oh. To be able to speak to all people or to speak to animals, the yeah. fuck animals all day, all day. That would be so cool. I'll be Doctor Doolittle in everybody's ass. Like I would be, a, I would make it a point to be a vet, and every, all these rich people would be like, "Oh my god, Billy's messing up," or the dog, and I'd be like, "Bring Billy to me," and I have, I'll have a conversation with the pet yeah. via, via Zoom for a crazy amount of money. And that how would much be- would you charge for say if my dog's having an issue? Oh, oh! It it all depends. Like you get the hookup, but I'm just saying. Like, say like Oprah calls me. Like Oprah's getting charged what? twenty grand. Oh, per per minute. Oh, more than that. <laughs> I can talk to dogs, and I can tell you exactly what your dog feel. Come on now, like that. Like that would be so cool. I'll be going could, to the, could not only talk to dogs, could talk to lions. Yeah, like my thing is, I would be fuck up going to zoos and shit like that though, because they'd be like, man, you, they'd be like, they'd be in there fucking playing the harmonica and shit, <laughs> being all sad. <laughs> Yeah, and, I, and again, as a person who can't understand animals, we're just going through. Of course, we go to the zoo for the kids. The whole time, it's about the experience for the kids, so the kids see the animals. So we're not necessarily like, oh, poor giraffe or poor elephant. We don't think about it that way. We're just like, oh, we try not kid. To. I, hope the kid. You, I hope you enjoy seeing these animals. So I, I feel Even like they're trapped. Yeah, I feel like talking to the being able to talk to animals at a zoo would not be a good place to go. But it also could be a place. Oh, where, they'd be pissed. Yeah, where I can go give some therapy, or I can talk to them, or oh, yeah. uh, get them certain stuff. So, so I can use my giraffe. Could be like, yo, yeah. I really need some Heineken, Smosh. <laughs> yeah, I can use for the my, love of God. I can use my power to be able to save all the animals throughout the world. But I, I think that'd be cool. I would have like a central location to where it will cost some guap, but I will help your animal. So, yeah, yeah there'd be so many advantages. Day. Yeah, because people can be shitty sometimes, but animals, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes they can't control the situation. Do you think they would eventually come out with a federal law to say, hey, Samaj, he's going into the zoo. He's rallying all the animals up, getting fired up. Uh, we can't, Samaj can't go, you know, talk to the animals in the zoo. 
So that would just be between that specific group. But again, I would like it would be so cool. I'll be I have a whole bunch of cows and I'll be talking to them. I'll be like, I know I'm about to sell your baby, but hey, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You'll have another one soon. I, I don't know, you know really. what would be your favorite animal to be? My favorite animal. So have my, a conversation. So my biggest thing is that uh, my biggest two my two favorite animals growing up were dogs and horses. I feel like those are both very personal animals, and they both have like real personalities. They do. Uh, you have to you have to respect yourself for them to respect you, and I think that's that's awesome that you can have that human animal dynamic. And yeah. anybody who's ever been on the back of a horse know you have to be. It, it makes you to to where that's something to where you're in control of a thousand pound animal. You have to be confident. You have to understand like thousand uh, percent. It has to be that mutual respect there. So. Um, yeah, I would say dogs and horses would be, would be my thing. But again, I've always been a fan of uh, just the the beef game, these cattle ranch and stuff like that. I think that's a that's a good way to be able to, I guess, get back to society and make some money uh, all at the same time while doing it the right way. I couldn't agree more, brother. I couldn't agree more. Samaj, we got any other th- topics, thoughts? No, man. Discussions. I, uh, I appreciate you having me. Uh, it's been awesome to be on here. Um, yeah, I look forward to doing we it. We love having you. I love having you here. Hey, same capacity, different capacity, whatever it is. Just know uh, I'm always down to do something like this, man. It's been awesome. Hell yeah. Love to see it. Samaj, where can the mighty fine listeners of the Ham Planet podcast connect with the one and only Samaj Miller? Okay. Uh, you can hit me up on Facebook. Uh, of course, just search my name, Samaj Miller. And also uh, on Instagram, uh, my handle is SamajMiller22. Uh, yes, sir. So I definitely love connecting with new people networking um any way that i can pick your brain you can ask me questions whatever it is to be able to help each other get to the next level i'm all for it so i'm always looking to be a resource people and be able to be helpful in whatever way i can be samaj miller a damn good man james spelled backwards yeah if, yeah. You, if you need a reminder yeah and, hey I, like i tell people all the time you won't forget that part so again uh thanks for having me man it's it good catching out with you and uh, getting a chat for a while Always a pleasure, ladies and gents. We will see your beautiful faces soon. <laughs>